1: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
0: You're listening to the Jason Greger Show presented by playalberta.ca. Experience all the excitement of the casino on your desktop or mobile device at playalberta.ca. Sign up and receive a $50 welcome bonus using the promo code casino50. Andy Patrillo, Andy, good afternoon. How are you?
2: I'm great. Um, As you can see, I'm a little sideways here because I'm actually in a little bit of a getaway here at a spa.
0: Oh, nice. um,
2: Yes, my background's a little different. Had a wonderful day. You know, I I feel like every time you're at a spa, it's basically nature, water therapies and uh, fire pits. So I've been doing that all day. And now I'm getting ready for dinner, but first we got to talk a little soccer with you, my friend.
0: All right. Well, um, lots to uh, to talk about. I guess that's, first of all, um, uh, a crappy loss for the Forge, um, uh, uh, three to one yeah. this uh, this past week.
2: Yeah, it was a tough one, and, and I mean, I don't want it, so I have conflicting feelings, right? Because a lot of times when people are like, "Well, listen, you're taking on Chivas. Obviously, this is a strong team in the Mexican side, and they've obviously had their season started. They're going to get going. So clearly, they're going to be the better team, the dominant team." And I get all that, but there is a part of me that's also kind of done with the defeatist attitude. Like, Forge has been around a long time. This is a four-time champion in the CPL. This is a team who's played in multiple tournaments and has experience. And I really, I really really thought that they could at least get away with a draw. And they did manage at one point to tie it up 1-1. Taryn Campbell had this beautiful goal, uh, assisted by Tristan Borges. So even though Chivas struck first, it was like in the 20-something minutes. So Forge yeah. was definitely holding on. And, uh, and then they tie it up. But then, you know, the, Chivas was just too much for them, and they took it away, 3-1. Those are three away goals, because remember, in soccer, that does matter. Yeah. Now they're going to go back to Mexico. It's going to be really tough. I mean, it's done. Like I mean, I, I know you should never say anything's done in the world of sports, right, Jason? But I, I think it's done for Forge. I think the tournament's done. They have to play their second leg tomorrow. Um, but it was, it was a little bit of a disappointing showing. I just maybe I expected a little bit more even though if I'm going to be a realist, that team, the Chivas side, was definitely stronger.
0: Now, what's up with Tristan Henry, the number one goalkeeper, being out?
2: Well, and that that's a real kick in the pants, isn't it, right? Because you already feel like you're not at full squad. So you're already a team that your season hasn't started yet, even though you've relied on a ton of training. And now your number one goalkeeper's gone. So he has not even reported to camp yet. What we're hearing is that there is a bit of... Um, a contract slash trade dispute. It's sounding like he wanted to make a move to a team in the United States, a USL team uh, in Memphis. He is under contract one more year with Forge. So it is worth noting that Forge has every right to turn around and say, listen, this is a two-time Canadian goalkeeper of the year, four-time CPL champion. They want money for it, Jason. They're asking this, this team for money. Well, USL teams don't exactly have a lot of money. It's not really, you know, the precedent hasn't really been set there either for them to pay big money. So, you know, they turned around and said, well, sorry, but we can't take him. That, of course, upset Tristan Henry, he feels. And it's not like it's anything against Forge. And from what I also understand, Tristan loves Bobby Smyrniotis, but he's been with Bobby between the CPL and Sigma, uh, you know, the, the development league. He's been with Bobby for nine years. And I just mentioned his credentials, right? Like, Two time goalkeeper no. of the year, four time chef. He wants a new challenge. He wants to move on. So why so not just ask for a
0: trade then? It,
2: well, and I think I think that's what he wants, except Forge is asking for too much money for him. Okay. And no and, and at least this one team in the USL is not willing to pay it. And and we do know that he wants to make a move to the States. Uh, That's apparently a big deal for Tristan is to get to the States. Um, So, yeah, it's a bit bit sticky right now. Hopefully they get to work it out because, I mean, that's your top goalkeeper and you want him between the – I mean, he's not going to play in that game against Chivas. He's out for this tournament, but hopefully for the start of the CPL season, they've either resolved it to your point about trading him or – you know, they figure something out, and he's back between the sticks. Andy
0: Petrillo joins us. And they, uh what about uh, Alistair Johnson? Uh, another injury blow for the Canadian men's <laughs> national team. He's got, like, a fractured uh, jaw, I think, or side of his face. I'm not sure what the actual diagnosis is, but what's the chances uh, of you know, him and Alfonso now, both of them?
2: Yeah, so Alfonso, as we reported a couple weeks ago, has that knee injury. They said he should be good to go for this. You know, again, our, the circle in the calendar is March 23rd that he should be good to go. And now Alistair Johnson, it was a nasty collision of heads uh, in his game. He plays over in Scotland. And, you know, the coach said he had a fracture at the side of the head. Um, Our good friend Josh Cloak, who follows the men's national team as well and writes for The Athletic, he's like, here, it's a fractured jaw. So it sounds like they're both going to be able to play in the game March 23rd. But like anything, Jason, their game conditioning then is gone. Right yeah. So they'll, they'll be ready in time. it sounds like it, but they're not playing. They can't right. actually you know be in game shape. And for that game on March 23rd, the one and done against Trinidad and Tobago to qualify for Copa America, you have to be able to hit that ground running. So these are two key players. Alfonso plays up front, who has the ability to contribute offensively. And Alistair Johnson, you know, who typically plays in that right back role. your defender, you know, had a really good iron streak as well going for the national team. I mean, yeah, that's a real blow to have them not be playing games and just not be in game shape for March 23rd. So good news, I guess, that it sounds like they're going to be ready, but really bad news that, you know, my question is, what kind of shape are they going to be in?
0: What about uh, Tejon Buchanan and uh, Inter Milan? Um, Really hasn't been featured yet any cause for concern?
2: I think so. Again, I just finished talking about how important it is to be in game shape, and this guy has not seen a minute of play. This was a big deal. And I still, I don't want to take away from how big a deal this is, right? Canadian National, the first ever to be playing in City of A. This is a massive move for him. It is 100% a step up from playing with Club Bruges in Belgium. And I also don't want to take away the fact that he is practicing with elite players. That experience alone is helping his game. It's a wonderful environment to be in. But again... Is he playing? No. And Tejon Buchanan is a huge feature for the national team. He's on the opposite side of Alfonso Davies. Alfonso typically plays that left wing back role. Tejon Buchanan is that right wing back. The guy is so speedy. And he also already at such a young age understands that he's got to haul it back defensively. He already understands that, right? Because oftentimes young players, let's be honest, they cherry pick a little bit. They want the goals, but he understands his defensive responsibilities as well. And I, I, again, yeah, like for sure, I'm concerned. And here's here's what kind of bothers me, Jason, is you know, Inter Milan was like great player, love him, but you know, what's kind of holding him back right now is the language barrier. He doesn't speak Italian, so he's got um, you know, personal instructor there to to help him learn the language. But I'm also kind of calling a little bit of BS yeah. on that, right? Like. Sport is a universal language. Don't get me wrong if you're talking tactics, whatever. But also, Tejon speaks English. Like, that's kind of the universal language. So get someone to just explain it to him. But here's the thing, Jason. As someone of Italian heritage, I can tell you all he needs to know is sinistra, left. Destra right and Avanti, which means start running. That's it, and he'll be good to go, right? So I'm kind of calling BS on that, and I do worry. I want to see him play.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's totally fair. Like, look at look at major leagues of baseball. How many different languages there are in in the in the clubhouse nowadays? Uh, the NHL is that European player is a language barrier difficult at times. One hundred percent, but. You, uh, as you mentioned, uh, you know, the Italians can speak English. So it's not like you couldn't convey it to them uh, if you need to. Uh, I want to get. And
2: Italians speak with their hands. Yeah. So when you see a lot of this happening, you know exactly where to go. Yeah.
0: Run here. Okay. All right. dried up on the board. It's not hard. Hey. This is where you want you to go. Ball's here, you go there. Okay. Done. Exactly. Great. Uh Brett Bev Priestman uh, announced her uh, Gold Club uh, cup roster. What uh yeah. what are your thoughts? Any surprises? Any any changes that uh, Andy Patrillo's roster would have had?
2: <laughs> no surprises whatsoever. Um, first ever camp, right? No uh, no Christine St. Clair. Uh, but a, a lot of the usual suspects are there. Um, you know, Clarissa, Larissa, Clarissa Larissy, who really, you know, uh, made an impression on the team as uh, coming back from injury. So she appears to be ready to go. Um, yeah, it's your usual suspects. Jesse Fleming's going to be in that middle. Um, you know, Desiree Scott as well. Uh, sorry, Desiree. Deanne Rose will be ready to go as well. Desiree Scott. This one, am I surprised? no does it break my heart yes so she got the call for the pre-camp but of course does not make the final 23 player roster and she's coming back from injury this Mm -hmm. is a veteran yeah and this is one of those jason where you kind of just like you look at a player and you just wonder you know you want to see them go out on top she's given so much to the national team she's been around forever same kind of you know years that christine sinclair has put in and you want to see somebody go out gracefully. Mm-hmm. And it's just a little heartbreaking that, you know, she's missed the she missed the World Cup, she missed the Olympic qualifier, everything cuz she was dealing with an injury. She fights her way. She's, you know, just signed a new deal as well. She's still playing pro with the NWSL. And I just I think she really just wants one last go with this national team. So I understand why Bev is like, "Listen, I only have limited spots in that midfield. I'm I'm not taking you. I'm I'm, I'm t- I've turned the page. I'm going younger." So that was a bit heartbreaking. Uh, disappointing, and it's not that it's anybody's fault, but it's disappointing that Janine Becky's um, recovery yes. from ACL hasn't been as quick as we thought because she started training really in September. We saw these videos of her. She was out of the pitch, She was training. She was with the team. And apparently she's just still not ready to go. So that's uh, heartbreaking for her, disappointing as a national team uh, fan, because that that is somebody you really need on that wing. That is somebody who can provide offense. And I just feel for her. Because it feels like it's taking a while with that ACL. But uh, other than that, no surprises. Yeah,
0: like they really need her for the Olympics. I don't think there's any any doubt about that.
2: Yeah, 100%. You
0: lose Christine Sinclair, and then she's not there, like who's scoring goals?
2: Yeah, well, exactly. And I mean, you have, uh, obviously you have other players who have been, you know, like I just mentioned, you also have these, uh, Chloe Lacasse, and you have uh, Clarissa Laracy, like I mentioned before. And then you have Adriana Leon, Jordan Heidema. But you're right. There was something about, so here's the thing, Nichelle Prince, her service, top notch on that wing. But she's really kind of been that that one, Nichelle Prince, Ashley Lawrence, they've been really good, that tandem. Janine Becky, now a
1: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: Imagine you throw in that third, you really become lethal. So I, you know, yes, I, I feel like they're filling gaps, but it's one of those where you want her on the team, right? Like more than you don't. So I think that's somebody who you could really if – you, if you move Ashley Lawrence to the left and you have Janine Becky on the right, you're going to get incredible service from both sides of the pitch to whoever's playing in the middle, whether it's Nichelle Prince, whether it's Adrian O'Leon, Jordan Heidema, whoever it may be, whatever formation Bev Priestman wants to play. So, yeah, I mean, really a, a bummer she's not going to be good to go for Gold Cup, but you're right. My goodness, she has to be there for the Olympics.
0: Uh, I would say – um, clarissa larissa is much uh, better of a, a tongue twister that should be no. <laughs> that's what you should use now clarissa larissa like it just it no, flows way better it flows way no. better
2: yes no no it's, it's clear it's clarissa larissa i know i know yeah, but, but like you like said clarissa back.
0: larissa at first and i and then you kind of and I'm like no, no 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 clarissa larissa that's what we got to go with now <laughs> talk to her about it like that's a killer name She'll be killing that. Yeah, that's it. her name. Just sounds like it from more. Now on. From now yeah. on. Like on, on one <laughs> sock, I just call her that chill laugh. That to me is golden. Like that's a classic. <laughs> oh. So good. It. it would just be great, yeah. to, uh, great in the uh, game. Now I did, uh, one of my, uh, buddies brownies big into rugby said, just so you know, the, uh, the Italian, uh, national rugby team is coached by an Englishman. So, uh, he chew is a green with you that he doesn't buy the, uh, oh, the, the language barrier for Tejan. So. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, and, and again,
2: like, and this, This also, I mean, this is a a bigger topic of of conversation, right? Because we are so excited to see our players go and play over in Europe. I mean, we just had this conversation last week. Like, Jessie Fleming was losing her playing time. As wonderful as it is to say she plays for Chelsea, you have to have minutes. Jordan Heidema was the same thing. She was playing for PSG, getting, like, very few minutes. So she's back now with the NWSL. We just talked about Richie Larea a few weeks ago. We were so ecstatic when he made the move over to Nottingham Forest. He's not getting any minutes, right? No. This guy right now is in purgatory. So there's all this excitement, but sometimes you got to be careful what you wish for because even though you make a move, um, you end up sitting on a bench. Yeah. And then, how does that really progress your career? So it's always risky. I'll never begrudge a player for taking that risk, taking that chance, but you you got to have a really good agent to work out some out clauses or something, 100%. right? Because you don't want to be stuck.
0: No, very, very well said, Andy. Uh, enjoy the spa, and uh, we'll talk to you yes. next Monday. See you later. All right, there you go.